Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, Larger and Larson, episode 114. Recording this here live on blogtalkradio.com. It's February 5th. It's 6.13 p.m. We're uh, we're on time, Al-ish. It was a, a long-haired hippie fellow. I got you up now. Hang on. Here we go. Yeah. Every go radio station I ever worked for, the, the engineer was a long-haired hippie fella, and uh, he would always go out back by the transmitter and then come back with glazed eyes, and nothing ever worked. Well, he probably had to go out there to fiddle with the transmitter. I guess so. I've been I've been fiddling with the internet here the whole time. Well, I'm just saying our engineer, Earl, has been having some problems today. A little bit. Earl. We'll, we'll call it him. Earl. Thank you for listening to our podcast on iTunes, guys. You're the ones that we appreciate. Yeah, Earl, it's working, man. Thank you. You're hitting the subscribe button. You're telling your friends. We see you. We see the numbers coming in from iTunes. But we're also on FM Player as well. We just joined them. We're on Stitcher Radio. And, of course, here, the live show every Thursday night at 6 p.m. thereabouts. You know, revolutions don't just happen. They grow. They begin with an origin, and they rise up. And they grow collectively as a unit, and that's what this show is. It's a revolution. It's a sports revolution, and thank you for being a part of it. Sometimes it takes 100 episodes to build that revolution. Sometimes it takes a 200 tries. I don't know. You just got to go for it. Yeah, you know, I mean, just one day, you know, they uh, you get hired at uh, somewhere. And We're on away. Twitter. He is Larcher Than Life. I am Clark in Chicago on Twitter. Together we are Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. And, yeah, it's the Larcher and Lawrenson Sports Show from Lakeview right here in Chicago, Illinois. We would like to say thank you so much for listening. There's quite a bit to talk about tonight, but I'm just going to go ahead and hand it over right now to my partner, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. I'm kind of pissed you have so many more Twitter followers than I do. Which, I mean, you're constantly... I've got you by, what, 100? No, you got like uh, you got a decent about, amount, don't you? About 390? Okay, I'm at 125. Now. Work on it. I did. I get up to one thirty, and then I wake up in the morning. I'm back to one. You got your big re- retweet last week. You, you gained ten. You I gained did. ten followers. But, but then what did you do? Tweet something that pissed everybody I off? Probably. And then, boom. They're gone. I don't know. I tweeted last night that I don't understand. Every time I see Roman Reigns on the TV, it looks like he's got to take a crap. Like he just <laughs> smelled poop. And he, all. He's constantly making a face like like poop is under his nose, and he's not sure why someone's putting poop under his nose. And I, I don't know. I don't like that guy. But enough about Roman Reigns. This week, my New England Patriots, the greatest football Your team New England Patriots. in the history of football, besides maybe the Chicago Bears, did what they did. Once again, they styled and they profiled. They deflated balls. They kicked balls. And they won the game. Destroying. Not destroying. I mean, it was very close. Came down to the last damn play. Yeah. 28-24, beating the Seattle Seahawks. And what a glorious day. Oh, my, what a glorious day. It was a great football game, Al. And this year, I didn't do it any differently than the past. I don't remember too much of the second half. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of how that works. How about that catch at the end, like the second to last play? You remember that? Oh, yeah. Kind of hard to forget that. Beautiful, man. There's a couple of commercials that are foggy. That play I definitely remember, and then the play heard around the world, yeah. literally. Uh, they broke records this year with the Super Bowl. Good. Highest watched. Uh Highest watched uh, game in years. It was one of the most fun football games I've ever experienced. It was, it was wonderful. It was a masterpiece. I mean, if if 
football was Broadway, I mean, this was a, this was a bestseller. This was, a, you know, this is Cats or whatever. I don't know Broadway that well. To really, this was Cats. The Cats, the Cats of Broadway. It's the Cats of Broadway. Wow. <laughs> uh, they they have the song Midnight. Yeah. Midnight, not a step on the pavement or something like that. Sorry, nothing. Sorry, you know. You don't that. got. No, you I saw it at the Coronado Theater in Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, you've seen. I've yeah. never seen Cats. I'm sorry. Why? Hmm? Maybe you should. I because my I don't I don't get out that much, especially so, to go to, to theater. So that kid Curse made that catch, right? Bobbling the ball, jumping up and down. He's on his back. Oh my god! It, yeah, it's, it's, just, a, it's a tree. And right then and there, what, they're three yards away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're they winning the squares, by the way. I have no idea how you'd put that ball in the end zone. It's very difficult with that team. Yeah. I mean, it, it defies logic. What would you do? I mean, you got a, you got a running back who's a beast up the middle, but instead you run a slant play. And um, that kid, a rookie cornerback, I believe, steps up. Ooh. And if you watch, if you, like, look at the different angles and stuff, Butler? you don't see it. Butler? Uh, yeah, it is Butler, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't see it coming. He just steps up, makes that pick, game over, Patriots win. Right. How yeah. awesome. You know, I'll tell you this. Pete Carroll has taken a bunch of fluff. And then again this morning, he's uh, he's on the Today Show. And yeah. They ask him again. And he, he owns up to it. He's he's handled it with nothing but class like a, a first-class coach would, Al. Yeah. And he's done he's done a fine job with it. His, and his answer is, look, I, I would have run on the next play. It it's just the call I made. He said it it was the worst possible outcome from the play I called, mm-hmm. which is obvious. Yeah, the worst possible outcome in that situation in the Super right. Bowl. Last year, the Super Bowl, becoming a two-time world champion uh, versus uh, this is like in wrestling a small package. Like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know the guy's just yeah. hit his finisher. He's about to get the pin, and out of nowhere, the guy rolls him up in a small package and steals hold, the win. Hold the- Sting comes in, interrupts, and all of a sudden John Cena's uh, rolling up uh, rounds. Boom. Boom. And then, exactly. then, he, then he can go on and fight in the Royal Rumble. I get it. Uh, Hulk Hogan, you, we were talking social media earlier. He is changing his social media activity. I don't know if you follow him in either of the places. But he's reposting pictures now, and he's got his own kind of little uh, Tumblr-type deal. Mm. Posting blogs and such. I think he's making a new effort in his marketing arrangements. Nice. He should. I mean, he's not a... Um... Hulk Hogan, the character, was the most likable, loved entity that ever existed in that universe. Yeah. The man Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, not as likable of a guy. Fair enough. But the character that he's built is the one that's likable. Right. Uh, Back in, what, 2002 or so, the NWO made the appearance in the WWE for the first time. You know, after all of that, after the the buyout of TNT's Monday Nitro. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. he uh he had to switch back to the red and yellow because he'd be coming out there pulling the heel moves, right? As you would, and the crowd's cheering him like a son of a bitch. And then that ended up setting up the uh, him versus the Rock. Yeah, but which was a great match. Was that WrestleMania seventeen? It was. That's considered I, eighteen. I think eighteen for oh, that. Oh, eighteen. Okay, because seventeen's X, considered one of the best. Oh, that might ever. be it. I don't. I'm I'm not totally. I wasn't watching at the time as much. I think I always caught WrestleMania, or I always at least tried. Yeah, I, I did the same. But there were there was and not I'm officially back. Take off. Um, as far as that football game goes on Sunday, mm-hmm. everybody's always talking about how uh, it's never a good game. Mm-hmm. We finally had a good game, amazing game, and I'm very happy that we spent the next few days talking about how bad of a play call it was because we were talking about a football play. Right. I mean, everybody was right. A football play. We weren't talking about balls that were not flated enough. 
We weren't talking about cheerleaders. We weren't talking about guys who couldn't handle themselves off the field. We weren't talking about guys doing the money sign, you know, afterwards and then getting arrested for being out late. We weren't talking about the wide receiver that's smoking pot all the time. No. We can't figure that out. We weren't talking about a weird shark and dancing beach balls. Although that was pretty cool. That was uh, that's like, fun. Katy Perry was good. Uh, yeah, she it, it looked great. Everything no, about it. No American woman was a little disappointed with the Lenny Kravitz cameo. Did you lose that prop bet? I mean, that that should have been a sure thing. I, probably I would have thought, thought it was. Instead, he did. I kissed a girl. Yeah, yeah, and he liked it apparently. Didn't he date one of the Cosby women? I think so. That that's Jack that, that rings a bell. It makes a lot of sense. I think the punky one, the one with the really, she had like uh, the caramel skin. Yeah, pretty. You know when the Bill Cosby stuff came out? Lauren and I were on a honeymoon that week. I didn't realize until today that it was a Hannibal Burris's, uh joke went viral. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and it was him that called out? We were gone. Like, that happened on November 15th that that went viral. Hmm. That's amazing. I had heard that he, he had been telling a joke about it, but I didn't, I wasn't here in the States at that time. I wasn't following it. In other countries, you follow real news, I guess. Look at your world traveler now. Back in the States. I went to Mexico once, Al. I have one stamp on my uh, passport thing. Uh, I've been to Mexico. I was, like, I was like 12. Speaking of Mexico, you're going to be going tropical on us next week. We got, we got 20 inches of snow right out the window here, right out the studio window. And tomorrow, where are you going to be? Been searching for 20 inches. I guess it's life. not tomorrow. Um, Sunday night? Monday morning? Yeah, Monday Monday morning. Monday morning. Gonna okay. Go fly. Fly down to Fort Myers Beach and uh, ah, yeah. you know relax a little, drink some pina coladas. Nice. And go to the Leilani Kai and uh, been there. Yeah, it's amazing. They have they have a picture of Fred Armiston on the wall dressed as a hula girl. Fred Armiston, like the Saturday Night yeah. Live fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he doing down there? Like a spring break type? No, thing? it's just there's three there's three Hawaiian ladies dancing on the wall, yeah. and one of them is clearly Fred Armisen. I have this feeling that when when the bar staff from Trader Todd's goes to Fort Myers Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. or Fort Myers, I don't know which one it is for sure. I think they're two different places, but uh, it's kind of a preview. Um, it gets them ready for next month when the, when all the kids come down for spring break. Right. You guys just this, all right. We're going to be just as blacked out drunk. We're not going to be quite as rowdy. No. And we're going to be less naked, slightly. There's a smaller amount of us. More so. mustaches. A lot more mustaches. A little more mature than uh, more mature. they normally would have to do. Right. But, because you're going to walk in and not screaming and yeah. breaking things. Okay. So, yeah, right. That is a bar where the kids go for the spring break. Right. Which, what is that, like March? Yeah. I mean, I was never. See if you can't get that bought. Like, let's work out the trade. Buy like the, the winter trade. Yeah, you know that deal? Like yeah. It was always uh, Trader Todd South. Let's get a Trader Todd South. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you can come up here for the summertime, head down there for the wintertime. Boom. I like it. You're set. You're good to go. Get a B team to to, to do yeah. the opposite schedule. Yeah, yeah. The hell with them. Boom. There's got to be something. I could KJ on a beach. <laughs> Jeez, you could KJ anywhere. I probably could. Well, so that was exciting. I mean, the Super Bowl was super. And, um, a lot of great food. I, I went. I ended up going to that the party where we discussed. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. you had your own. We talked about and, it. And uh, I, I clearly made the right decision. Whoa! What, you know why? How do you for me? Know? You know for the uh, the food. We, and the we had a great time. We had a great time. Uh, there were good good company, good people. Um, by the end of the evening, I I I was in pretty rough shape. Yeah, yeah. I, it well, me. God knows, I hate seeing you like I that. I hadn't been so. drinking too much in January. No, you enjoy seeing me. Like I know. That. I hate that. Did I you guess. drive down there? No, I was kind Are of impressed. Kidding? I was kind of impressed you made it at all. Yeah, 
You want to know something? There was a blizzard. Let me tell you a little something about Chicago. There was a blizzard at the Super Bowl. No shit. If you're in not Chicago, if, if you're not from this city, and you know maybe you're from one of these uh, dimwit towns down south or whatever the case may be. I'm sure this city. We had a blizzard. Okay, Super Bowl Sunday. Guess what I did? You got out of your damn house and you went to the party that you were planning on going. I walked down the corner and I waited for the bus for five minutes. That's it. Bus pulls right up. Plows right through the snow, gets me to the train station. Trains are running on time. Got me to the party, no problem. They had a snow plow on the on the bus. Oh yeah, they just put plows on those things, just now. blowing right through. Just boom, right down to the lake. They dump it in the water. Well, I'm proud of you, Al. You made it to the Super Bowl party so you could go there and eat food and sit and watch the game with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that same situation had been work? You'd have been pissed. What are we open for? Oh, if it was work? Yeah, if it was work. Oh, I wouldn't have been able to get out of the house. The door, the snow would have been too high. Here's the thing. This blizzard hits us on Sunday, Monday. We didn't even blink an eye. Mm-mm. You get out east, there's a ton of prep for it. They're, they're talking about how bad it's going to be. These the women, the world. these women on the east coast, they cried for about five days before the blizzard. There was, we had news stories here in the Midwest. You know what? Some of the men were crying as well. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, oh. the ladies. Oh, okay. I see, I see yeah, yeah. No, in the East Coast, the men are women. It's a, it's a whole mixed-up world. I, you know, I think Lou Reed saying about it. But, um, yeah, they, they cry and bitch and moan, and there's, there's all kinds of uh, hoopla over everything. And then what happens? They get, like, three inches. Three inches of snow? Yeah, they got three inches of snow. They closed the city down. They canceled Raw. They said they people did can't cancel draw. Raw. And, they got, and, and you're going places to watch Super Bowls. People are going to work on Monday morning like it's nothing. Which is crazy. There's a ton of stuff. I blame the media for that. Usually the media calls out when it's a major storm and, oh, my God, this is the fifth worst storm ever. They didn't do well, that until everyone was at work. That's the same thing they were talking about. If we didn't even acknowledge, acknowledge that this was going on, no, no, then they're not going to call it out either. It was like we were, having I mean? a, we were having a small little storm. That's what it, I mean, everyone tr- was treating it like well, that. And then, and then you started hearing things like, uh, you know, the few days leading into it, it was snowing. Then it was not snowing as much. Right. And then it, and then it's like, well, actually, this one here could go ten to twelve. But Jesus, O'Hare Airport got nineteen inches of snow. Yeah, that'll do it. That's a big one. There's a lot out there. I'm happy about it. We 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 finally got snow this year. And this weather segment is brought to you by the fine folks at Weather Seal. We could probably. Oh, it it is National Weatherman Day. It Lauren, is National thank, Weatherman yes. Day. Yes, oh. Lauren. Thank you so much. We heard this on the radio this morning. Driving in, we drove in from Kirkland. Beat the rush hour traffic yeah. by leaving at ten to five a.m. Uh, the guy, the first ever practice of uh, weatherology, meteorology, meteorology. Sure, you term that everyone knows, like meteorology. Uh, the first day ever was this day in seventeen eighty four. I am. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm an award winning weather reporter. I've been given an actual certificate in a, in a handshake from the county of Edgar in the state of Illinois for my work on the radio during a uh, tornado. Edgar County, Illinois. What? What? Is, tell me about. Tell me about this. G- give me a breakdown of how this went down. So tornado's coming. You're 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 on the radio station, Edgar County, Illinois. So, I believe that's where Paris is yeah, located. It is Paris. So okay. I used to live a mile from the radio station. And any time there was weather, I used to love going to the station, hopping on the air, playing music, and giving weather reports. Yep. And then I would ask people to call in and be like, hey, this is Tom from Arcola. We just spotted a touchdown about a mile out of Kansas. And then I'd be like, all right, uh, there you have it. Kansas, Illinois, reporting a touchdown. We're going to stay with this story. I'm looking at the radar. The radar is moving yeah. north. 
I would nice get a, job. I would have all the radars you had going. Field reporters everywhere. I was on the. I was working it, man. And you didn't care who called in. I mean, some people had to have called in just messing. With right. There was a case like seven tornadoes just touched down in Arcola. Okay. And you're like, all right, pal. Next. And then we'd have a. I'm. I'm in my basement a, right now. Oh, gee. There was a lot of that, and. uh People loved it. Oh, people were reporting on how their basement was. Well, where well was the, we kids, the kids got out the old Atari, and uh, they're playing it down here on the one TV that we have. We still have electricity for now. So, anyways, I'm out there, and I'm reporting on this, and there's tornadoes coming into town. And it turns out that I was in a very, like, old farmhouse that was built above ground. It didn't really have a basement at a crawl space. And uh, as it turned out, there was a tornado headed right towards the radio station. Are you serious? Yeah. And I, I didn't abandon. I got an award for not abandoning my post and staying true, <laughs> serving the community. Wait, your award wasn't about the coverage? Well, it was the coverage and uh, and, and staying true to my post. The award covered it all. Yes. You stayed there. You stuck through it. I stuck through it. And, and you I kept people for, informed. But I didn't realize that it was coming right at the station. Holy shit. I might have bailed. I'm just saying. No, of course you would have bailed. Nobody's going to stay in the way of a tornado. But come, come Monday on. morning, when they when that little old man from the the uh, county was there with that award, man, and the paper was there to take oh, my picture, taking your picture, you you oh, you told him about how nerve wracking it was and how you just had to stay professional and keep going with keep going where where people needed you. Great, great, uh, great uh, broadcaster. Good job, I'm, Al. I'm proud of you. I I, I wasn't aware that you were an award winning. Uh, yeah, award-winning fellow. Hey, now you know the rest of the story. No JB here with us tonight on on Twitter, but we we have the new uh, we have the new monitor yeah, sponsored like by uh, Seminary Avenue. <laughs> as quick as I had there, uh, and uh, it, it's showing our Twitter mentions. So uh, go ahead and shoot us a tweet at Larcher Lawrenson or uh, Larcher Than Life or Clark in Chicago, and uh, we'll be sure to answer that here tonight for you. Uh, we'll get JB back in here. Yeah, it, it always works out well when he's in here. I enjoy it. And I reached out. I, I heard about the controversy at Wingfest. Uh-oh. And where Mick Foley cheated. Oh, he did. He was there. He had his fanny pack. And uh, I don't know if uh, people don't know this, but wrestlers from the 90s have a thing with fanny packs. Where was this? Like Boston, right? I'm not sure where Philly, the... Uh, Boston or Philly. It was in an arena. Like, this thing draws 3,000, 4,000 people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a big deal. It's a city's Wingfest. And... um. Anyways, Mick Foley cheated. He was disqualified. But I found out the guy who won was from Chicago. So I tweeted him, and uh, he said to email him. I'm going to be getting a hold of him, and hopefully we can have the wing champion on and really dive into that sport. Well, yeah, I'm in. I, I, I would love to talk to the wing champion. I'd love to have him sitting here in the studio with us. We have a we have somebody who's placed in a, in a wing heard, contest. I learned this after the fact. Took the silver medal, right, Lauren? Third, second? Third? Second place. Second place, wow. In the women's division in the Chicago, what, a month before we met? Was that the 2010 wing-eating contest? Pretty big one. I think they hold it at a big conference, right? Conference room, where at? Yeah, it was you know, I would have mentioned ago. this in the wedding. Had I... <laughs> it had a huge gym. All right, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah. I would have put this in the wedding had I known about it. I mean, we could probably have a contest with her and this fella and, and myself. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that to you. I don't. I don't think eating contests are a big thing after the lap band. Oh, I think I broke that thing. I oh. think I'm ready to rock and roll. That thing's just gone. I don't know. I'm in so much pain. I don't even know. Jesus, larger. The hell with it. Um. Anyways, 
Yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, I mean, there was a whole controversy. So it looks like in the next coming week, our big exclusive interview may be with the wing champ. Well, we could probably ask him if he wants to call him out. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll see mean, what he says on the controversy. We'll see what sure. he thinks about Mick Foley. I, I'm down completely. Um, yeah, so that, yeah, I mean, I that, that's... I uh, can't find it. What were you looking for? Uh, just Story to see any more details. Yeah, there. you forgot the keyword wings. Yeah, I, that's, that's all you really needed to add. This is how Clark Googles. I, I searched for Mick Foley, yeah. and now I've added wings. Boom. And boom, here we go. First thing Who knew? Up. All you have to do is wings. <laughs> I, I wanted to find out where it was. Philadelphia. Jesus. I, I can read news stories. Pretty good at it. Um, yeah, award winning. That's right. Oh boy, but what uh, what what fun was that Super Bowl? I mean, and then of course we've just been we've been um, stuck in the snow since then, and uh, really all the sports stuff in town has gone from good to bad as our Bulls uh, are falling apart. Our Hawks are having some problems as well. So you know they're missing they're missing Dunleavy more than you think. Things like that. Uh, the the mix isn't there. People are saying there's no effort. Are you trying to tell me these guys aren't putting effort in out there? Well, uh, the word is they may have given up on Thibs. The Thibodeau thing is really catching ground now. I never wanted to believe it out. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think there was a chance that it was uh, that 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 could happen. I mean, yeah. he's a great coach. Everybody knows this. He'll get a job next year. But is he a great coach in the regular season? And he just he he overdoes it. He kills his players. Well, because the sport, what happened? When did the sport go soft like that? It can be the argument there. When? Well, because Michael Jordan never wanted to come out of a game. They played those guys. Michael Jordan, Scottie yeah. Pippen, they played those guys. These days, they're not playing. Them. But that, now it's, it's about money. It's always well, been a, it's always been a show of entertainment. And you know now they're they're saying hey. We'll 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 do the exhibitions. We'll show you who the best teams are, but we're not going to give us our all till we get to the playoffs, so we can really put on a show. I don't have the statistics here on me to back it up or anything, but there seems to be, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, that there are a lot more ACL, MCL injuries these days. Uh, things like that that are injuries on the joints. I think you could attribute that to supplements, to uh, knowing more about your muscles and how to build muscles. I think guys are building muscles too big for the body yeah. that they're supposed to have. I think the only joint injuries they're getting is they're burning their hand. Well, that's it, the NBA. Yeah. Uh, you can smoke on. pot in the NBA. Pretty much. I think they test you once a year. See? I mean, that sport's got it all figured out. You know, baseball. The NFL, they're damn near killing themselves out there. They used to let baseball players chew tobacco on the field, right? Yeah. Do they still, or is it outlawed now? I I think by now it's the grand. I think it was grandfathered in, but not really known. Mm-hmm. Because you'd still see guys doing it, but it, as much as what was they tried to let you see was big league chew, they kept yeah. replacing it with that. I think really in the way the country is working, and uh, Denver, the state, the, the state of Denver, or the state of Colorado, being able to, uh, you know, fix their financial woes right, with marijuana. Right. Yeah, I think the country is accepting of it, and I think baseball players should be able to smoke joints on the field. Oh, I think you're right. I would watch. Sure. I would be in the stands yeah, just with light the joint, them up, and we'd all everybody would enjoy baseball suddenly. Well, you could have a promotion at at Wrigley Field. I mean, if it, that's the case, they did a promotion with the Seahawks. There was a promotion uh, at the Oregon uh, dis- dispensaries. Is that what they call? Uh, where they had they were doing a twelve pack for the twelve fan, a twelve pack of joints. Oh wow! And they were giving those out. That, okay, that was a real thing. And they it happened. figured it out. Why can't we? Let's figure this I out, I mean, man. the first, like, 5,000 kids, you get, like, a fake joint, like the candy cigarettes. 
when this when everything becomes legal, I'm opening Big L's weed bar, and it's going to be a sports bar where you just kick back, you smoke. Uh, we're, we're even going to have golf. You can watch golf because golf is great when you're high. It's okay. HD televisions. You've got to have it. Oh, absolutely. The Masters. That, I mean, that course is beautiful with HD television. Boom. I watch it. Breaking golf news, the big golf talkers that we are. Tiger Woods was hurt. killing it. Yep. About, about an hour ago, hurt. He pulled. Pulled yep. out. And he was doing great. His back, uh, his back gave up on him. Did I ever tell you my dream idea for my dream bar? Oh, I want to hear it. The ant bar? <laughs> Have I told you this? I think so. Like, um, please. It's it's called the ant hole. And you know the back of the bar usually has like a mirror or something? Yeah. That all the liquor's behind? Well, they have this gel. It's a neon gel that you lights up that ants crawl through. And they, it's like a jello instead of dirt. And they sell ant farms like that. Really? So I'm thinking about Why don't they sell them all like that? Well, they should. I Come mean, on. I'm not buying a dirt ant farm if I could get no, a neon colored. No, no gel farm. Yeah. Get rid of them. So I'm going to have the back of the bar is going to be a giant ant farm. And the bar top itself is going to be an ant farm with the gel and the neon light coming through it. And you can watch the ants working while you're watching TV. And, you know, you got the TVs on because it's, we're also going to feature marijuana at the ant bar now. <laughs> right. So uh, it's, it's going to be amazing. What can go wrong? I really don't think anything. I, the worst thing that ever happened to an ant farm was on The Simpsons when Homer was in space. And the ant farm broke, and then the giant ants were floating around attacking. That's my partner, Al Larcher, on Twitter. He is Larcher Than Life. And I, I just, oh, I am Clark in Chicago. We are accepting uh, texts on the text line tonight, but uh, no, no phone calls this evening on the show. 773-559-5189. If you know the answer to this question, why are chicken wings so small compared to, like, uh, you know, a chicken? We we were looking for. I couldn't get it a straight up answer. Did it take that ancient phone that long to get it? Seven seven three five five nine five one eight nine. Wow, if um, you know the answer. Yeah, come on in. All right, since you've mentioned it, I've just that's lost, for the live listeners, of course. I just lost three Twitter followers since we've <laughs> talked last. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this whole. Twitter I'm not thing. sure if we actually have three people listening to this show and they all unfollowed wow. you. Again, we do it live on Blog Talk Radio. Then maybe there's a conspiracy. Maybe the government. Maybe Jesse Ventura is right, and uh, there's weird stuff going on out there. Yeah. So, uh, Al, there's this uh, this uh, NBA thing going on, and you, you might have caught wind of it because it made the news the other day. This article in Grantland from uh, Kirk Goldsbury uh, came out on January 28th. There you go. Uh, the title of the article, uh, this is regarding the NBA, the National Basketball Association. The title of the article is, Mr. Silver, Tear Down That Wall. It's time to let the 16 best teams into the NBA. Now, the NBA does it much as your, your football would. It has two conferences, and mm-hmm. it, it's the best in the conferences. They don't worry about divisions like football does, which yeah. they have an issue with. But currently, right now, um, well, this, this is from the, on the 28th. Your Bulls, currently right now, the way it's set up with the two conferences each getting eight teams, your Bulls would be fourth, okay. right? All right. Fourth. Good. I in, like in four. That. Again, this was on January 28th. Uh, the fourth seed, if – if you broke it down and you obliterated that and you just said the top 16 teams make it, the Chicago Bulls would be down to 10th. Okay. The West isn't – while they're not as good and, and collectively they're not as, as much better than the East than they have been in the past, they have a lot of depth, meaning a lot of teams are still better than the East. Currently, there'd be 10 teams from the West and six teams from the East in the playoffs if you obliterated it. And they're just saying that it, in this case, like, 
If you changed it, you'd get the Oklahoma City Thunder. I believe I checked it again today, and today they'd actually be the 16th seed. They'd be the most exciting 16th seed that there could be. But you're really just giving some teams a chance because why would you want to see Charlotte, who's right now 21 and 25, much like when this year the NFC South didn't finish 500 but still got to go to the playoffs? Yeah, I, wouldn't you much rather see the teams that are better no. make the playoffs? The, the best teams The best get to teams of the conference get to go, though, right? The best eight teams per conference. Get to go to the NBA playoffs? Yeah. Yes. Okay, well then, so what? So I like that. So what? Like, look here, I I had the tabs pulled up. I mean, right now, you're telling me that that a team like Charlotte deserves to be in the playoffs when when they're four wins behind Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, get better in your conference. Are you going to put Miami and Brooklyn in there? They're in the East and they're... Look, here, in the East right now, Miami, Charlotte, Miami and Charlotte are the eighth and seventh seeds. Now, and, do, and they're going to make they're going to make the playoffs. Now, do teams play their conference more than the other conference? You know what? It's it's an unweighted thing. The East gets to play the East more than they play the West, and the West plays the West more. Okay, right? So they're they're getting they're playing the easier games with the teams that aren't as as hard to play against. Listen, I like having a own your house. You're getting rid of two houses. For one house. I like having two houses. It gives you some variety. It gives teams a chance that may not be as good, that may, may surprise in the playoffs. I'm okay. And don't touch the NFL. Just leave the grubby little hands. With, with what they call true seeding, right now, six of the top eight seeds are from the West with true seeding. Uh, t- like I said, 10 of the total 16. And how dare Mr. Goldberry use Ronald Reagan to set the tone? Oh, oh, I was wondering how I mean, that would do. I, I, I mean, it's the only reason I printed this thing out yeah, and brought it. Christmas. I saw that, and I said, that one there is for Mr. Larger. Uh, you could argue that conference imbalance isn't this strong most years, and that historically, NBA's playoff bracket has generally been fine, and you'd be right. But the current system is needlessly vulnerable to swings like we're seeing this season. Again, that's Kirk Goldsbury. But why is, uh, swing, Grant Lang. Why is swings a bad thing? I love swings. Swings, swing elections. Swing make elections interesting. Swings make parks interesting. Uh, swings are good. Swings thing. are what make the parks interesting. Well, they got rid of the seesaw because they're dangerous. Wait, are you serious? The seesaw is seesaw gone. is gone, that's man. Bullshit. You can't go to a modern park and see a seesaw. Speaking of parks, they say that the the kids park at uh, the new Maggie Daly Park is legit. Like they say, it, it like takes. You know how everything became plastic after we grew up? Yeah. Like in all these bullshit playgrounds they got. Maggie Daly Park, they say, is a legit feel. Like go over there and, and maybe reminisce. Feel like you're a kid again. Do you remember, maybe you didn't have these where you grew up, but do you remember the parks where they would have like 30 feet robots you could climb up to and there was a slide inside of? No. And like, I don't know how these things existed in the city of Chicago. They were extremely high and like all the little 30 guys, feet robots. You would have to climb like this huge ladder to get up to the top. It always smelled like urine in there. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you were like in the robot's head and then you'd climb down the ladder and there was like a slide out of the robot's mouth to the ground. Uh, no, I do the McDonald's outdoor playgrounds. I climb into the Hamburglar. Yeah, right. Around that thing. And then Grimace. Wasn't he really tall? Wasn't he the tallest one out there? There might have been, but, but this I, thing was like four times as large. All right. No, nah, never never went. McDonald's wow. Playland had something like that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Nowadays, like, I would be, I would not let my kids play on that thing if I had any kids. And I don't even like kids. 
You wouldn't let them play on the ones that no, we played on? No, those things are dead. The, the thing was so high. Oh, you're part of that pussification of America. And the, the robots. You sit here and you talk a big game. I'm all right wing and all this shit. I eat chicken wings. I do all that. And I, I like You're worried wings. about kids right playing? We, uh, Al, survival of the fittest, man. When I was a kid, come on. All right. All I almost right. died you know six what? times. I almost drowned in a creek. I wouldn't even be able to go near that creek with, with there was flooding with ice going through it. In this day and age, I uh, I almost drowned in a pool in Lake Geneva. You did? Some some uh, stranger pulled me out. If you almost died in a pool once, give us a call. Uh, no, in all in all honesty, we we can't take phone calls. Um, my sister once pushed me off a diving board, and my head hit, my head hit the back of the diving board. Jeez, I fell into the water. I um, I came out. I didn't even realize it had happened. Yeah. And I got up and I was walking, and they all the adults were freaking out and like running to me and stuff. And that's when I started crying. Yeah, like I didn't well, even realize it had happened time until to put they the started show freaking on. out. Oh yeah, you got to earn some ice cream out oh, of that. Oh my god, ice cream had you. I might have gotten some cheese out of the deal. I think there was a sleep. I think your buddy Andrew spent the night that night. You guys had ice cream and uh, you don't know that. I, I that's what I'm thinking. You guys watched old wrestling tapes. All right. Uh, I watched Raw last night. Uh, from Monday. I watched yeah. the condensed. Uh, see, Hulu does this thing where they condense it yeah, down to an hour. Yeah, you've been talking about Hulu for a while. We're, I, I need to figure that trade out. I've got to get. I've got to get your Hulu. Oh, but don't condense the shows. Yeah, they can. take the show stuff in out? ninety minutes. Oh, now do you think WWE edits that? I think so. I think they probably su- supply. Because you, if you're Hulu, you don't want to do That's any work. Great, no. And if you're WWE, you want to cut. The right, you want to have control of your product. Yeah, so I would think almost definitely. Oh, yeah, there's some things that I would cut every time. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they're able to cut, like... Oh, I don't see... I very seldom see a woman's match. I very seldom see... Perfect. You know, uh, Santino uh, telling jokes. I I, I, Pretty much, they give me the crux of the show, and uh, I like that. Um, Just... It's just weird, man. They they screwed Roman Reigns out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but you knew that was coming, right? Uh, I didn't. I didn't know it was coming. I mean, I, I I knew the. I figured the big announcement was going to do something to that effect. I didn't know they'd actually go through with it. And they're either doing one of two things: they're sticking with their original plan, and now they're going to tell us the story of why Roman Reigns deserves this. You know, he's going right, to beat Daniel right. Bryan. Yeah. He's going to overcome all these obstacles, and he's going to win regardless. Which is great if they could tell it. But again, I see this Roman Reigns, and I go, "Wow! I, this guy. Every time I see him, you know, they're ta- they're taking away his shot at Royal Rumble. And what does he do? He makes a face like he smells poop under the ring, and he's confused. <laughs> and then Daniel Bryan comes up, and he's like, "Hey, let's man up, and let's just do this thing, man. Let's put right. on the best show possible." Right. Possible. Possible. And, and then all of a sudden now he's like a bad guy standing over Daniel Bryan like, yeah, no, I'm going to win regardless. I don't care. You know, and again, he smells the poop. He makes a face like he's smelling the poop. I watched their beginning promo. I thought it went well. They did a good job of not having Rain speak too much. No, and that's during just it. It, they, it, it, it flowed. It, it, it worked around. They And they played with what had happened. But you feel you feel his presence out there without any impact. Everybody else is talking. It's like the adults are talking and having a real conversation while the kid just stands to the side like he crapped his pants because he's making the face like he smells poo, and I don't know why. Right. So, you know, he just he looks like a child out there. And then when he talks, when he does have his moments to talk, he, he, he you know, makes the squinty eyes and says a stupid line. And it's like because they're limiting him, they're making him look weak. They're castrating the kid. 
I, I've got to give WWE credit. I'm very happy with where Brock Lesnar is right now. Oh, they did a great job with him. They, they, they... Um, was that on the Triple H podcast where they, did they, where they talked, where Stone Cold said, I think him staying away is part of what makes it such a big deal when he comes back now? They did a great job with their match in the Royal Rumble. You've got to give credit to Cena there. You've got to give credit to Rollins there as well. Yeah. But Brock Lesnar, as Triple H said on the podcast later, when he, when he asked him, you know, what's the word that comes to mind? He said, freak. And he said, with all respect, because he is. I mean, Brock Lesnar's a gigantic man, and he's proved it. You know, if, if we want to talk wrestling with the not being real or what have you, he's yeah. proved it that he can actually take a punch in the UFC. Oh, the dude's an athlete. He is. He's a specimen. He's a physical freak and a specimen. And, uh, you know, he makes most of the roster look like Danny DeVito Well, to his right. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and twins. It was so much so that I thought he might have a chance to make the Minnesota Vikings when he had the tryout. Yeah. I mean, that's damn near impossible, and it might be if Brock Lesnar can't do it. Didn't Roman Reigns have a, a stint with the Vikings? He might Because I saw some meme somewhere. Oh, where are you like, serious? Did he really? The, the Vikings really win this WrestleMania with two, uh, two former Viking stars going head-to-head. Um, that's amazing. I would love it. Or maybe they just think he looks like a Viking. I don't know. I don't like, uh, I don't like Daniel Bryan. We've talked about this. I don't, I, but there is, I can't deny there's a magic to him that there's, when I see him, I smile. Right. Right. When I see how much the audience is into him, I smile. And the WWF, from what I understand, feels the same way about him. Like they, they just don't, they think maybe that's just, just the yes chant is exactly what he is. Well, that's all he is. But when you put him in a match, he delivers, man. Yeah, he does. Is it too much Rey Mysterio versus the Giant? Is it too much? I mean, I didn't realize how small he is was. Is it believable at all? Oh, he's tiny. I mean, they have him listed as 5'10". I don't believe that. Roman Reigns was towering over him. Right. I didn't realize Roman Reigns was that tall. Right. And they say Roman Reigns is 6'3". And I I don't know. I didn't realize Seth Rollins was so tall. I thought Seth Rollins was I mean, a small guy. How tall is Seth Rollins? He's like the same height as those six guys. Three, six two? Yeah. Towering over that, Daniel Bryan. I would have never guessed that. Huh. Uh, I would like to say that uh, I heard Daniel Bryan this last uh, week. I, I read a quote where he had done a shoot where he said that his secret's just that people really love saying yes and yeah. pointing to this guy. And to be honest... I think that's what brought me back to wrestling. It was watching over at the Comedy Accident headquarters. We were all doing the yes chant. I believe if you check the Comedy Accident uh, Instagram feed, there is a, there's a, a picture, picture of us. us doing yes over a year ago. Yes. And that's what I give it. I give it credit for bringing me back. And now, now we're talking about trying to do a somewhat regular podcast here and there. Mm-hmm. Maybe a once a month type deal. I don't know. I don't know why I'm bringing it up yet because we've just been in preliminary talks. There's your tease. A tease. Very is that, JR. Is that what that is? Tease. I got to call everything out. That's a tease. It's hard to listen to this Iron Sheik podcast. Yeah, I I was wondering that. I, I almost popped it. it on last night. Well, like, mm-hmm. they bring on the guys who made his uh, documentary. Yeah. Who are uh, the sons of family friends. So they're close. Like, they brought him on first. And the sons of his friends, I. it's another Iranian family, but they grew up here their entire lives. There's no accent at yeah. all. Then you get over there with a the Sheik and... And uh, Ross, Ross intros it. You know, he's like, we don't know, we don't know which one we're gonna get. Uh, we don't know if we're gonna get the Iron Sheik, uh, who we'll, we'll talk and have some intelligent conversations with, or if we're gonna get the Iron Sheik who's on the Twitter. Kashmir Kas, I he, he calls him by his real name. Oh yeah, Kashmir Kas. I don't know. No, I just, 
Yeah. I met the Iron Sheik once. I long before he was popular again. I want him to always be the Twitter guy. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's mainstream. It's it's out there. There's people who follow it. But I I got a go ahead. I got a picture with Iron Sheik from like WrestleMania 13, and because uh, he was like a special guest referee, and it's literally like whoever took the picture, it's just his face and my face like right next to each other. It's, it's awesome. You got that picture around? I don't know. I, I've been looking for it since the Iron Sheik hype. I might have find, found it. If I did, I put it on Facebook uh, at some point. It's another documentary I want to see. I, I do want to ask you, um, do you think that through this, and, and it looks like they might fight at WrestleMania as well. They're fighting at Fast Lane. That's what they're calling this one? Yeah. Uh, Rusev versus Cena. Cena, right. I don't see um, Rusev getting pinned or submitting in either that or WrestleMania. I don't think the buildup is quite there yet. Yeah. And the thing with Rusev is people are starting to talk about it. Like you start hearing guys like, uh, like Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of being like, man, I'm, I'm liking this Rusev. Well, and, and they say he works. Like I haven't really been paying attention to his matches, but he does fine in the ring as well. I also got to think he's an easy sell at house shows. You know, Rusoff is there, the undisputed Rusoff. Come see, come to the Des Moines Civic Center this Sunday and see if Rusoff oh, yeah. wins or yeah. loses. Did you hear about the markets in Canada? Or did you, you follow the link? I, uh, I sent it over your way. Um, the same night that they were hyping the, um, last week when they were hyping the live show for SmackDown. Oh, right. Daniel Bryant and Kane finally finish up. Yeah. Daniel Bryant and Kane finally finish up their thing. Uh, it you know this is how it gets settled. At the same time, at some markets in Canada, they were uh, promoting a live house show with WWE, where they're like, "Come watch Kane take on Daniel Bryan." Right. So it was kind of a you you can't you do you still need butts and seats out there, and and they're dominating it. But I don't know if you've been catching numbers. Uh, TNA is actually picking up quite a few people on their on their tour overseas right now. Oh, good. I think they had a house of five thousand people. Right on. Which, I mean, you got to enjoy. And they're getting their number. If you listen to JR, he said they're getting their numbers up. Here's one of those things I don't understand. There's The internet is such its own network right now. Like, why doesn't Netflix have its own wrestling federation? They should. Then upload, you know, a show. Well, why did they have to go at this point to Destination America, which is located on cable channels? Why couldn't they just either start their own or contact one of these sports startups? Yeah. What did what did ESPN do back in the day during the day before they were running twenty four hours news and stuff like that? They used to show AWA. Right. Well, wrestling historically, the reason wrestling exists is because in early television to modern day television, television networks wanted something local that could fill up their airtime that they didn't have to spend any money on whatsoever. Wow. So wrestling would say, "Hey, we could film our shows for you. We could give you compelling television. We could tell stories." And it's going to cost you nothing. I mean, it's the same reason soap wow. operas exist. Yeah, it's the cheapest way to do it. Wrestling is one of the oldest shows on television. It's been there since day one. Right. Because of, uh, because of that fact. It's been around. Uh, only for about 20, 25 years, though. Well, 35 years. Has, it been, has there been a federation that's been nationwide? Oh, right, right, right. The ter- territories still exist a little bit, but all their best guys are... In the WWF now. Yeah. Like you graduate. Or they're being ignored. I was looking at some ages the other night because there's like this this misconception, I think, that Roman Reigns is so young and he's the future of the company. How old's Roman Reigns? 32. Huh? 32? I don't think he's that old. Um, I think he's like 29, 30. 
I mean, he, he's a younger young guy than DDP was. But, um, you know, Daniel Bryan's 33. Seth Rollins is like 31. I mean, they're all around the same age, is what I'm saying. And uh, they, yeah. they've got to pay Brock. I would. But that could go bad. I would pay. That's, that's going to be a lot of money, and I think they need to bring him around a little bit more. Especially now that the build has been, I mean, it's there. He's the freak. I, w- I was, uh, I heard from one on one of the podcasts that one of the deals was the WWF refused to pay Brock Lesnar a paid per parents fee. Like he has a certain fee he'll pay, take per appearance. And they took a flat fee for X amount of shows. And it turns out, you know, maybe they should consider just doing that per parents fee. So when they need him, they can have him. Okay. And, uh, you know, if they pay a little more, they end up paying a little more, but it's not going to be that gross compared to, right. you know. I honestly believe that, that that he won't go back to UFC. I know all the word out there is that, but I think that's straight up maneuver, uh, maneuverage. Yeah. Is that a word? Play Sure. Yeah. He's maneuvering for a better contract with whoever does sign him. Because he left because of the illness, the diverticulitis. I mean, in, in a, you know, his wife was worried about him. Roman Reigns is 29. Although you can, okay, 29th for Roman Reigns. Although you can get hurt in WWE, a lot yeah. of guys have um, serious injuries. It's less likely than uh, UFC, especially when you have well, a, an illness like that. Brock Lesnar wants to be, or does not want, he, he doesn't like the, tra- he doesn't love wrestling, and he doesn't like the travel, which is a huge part of wrestling. So he's not going to do your house shows. He's not going to go town to town to town like these other guys. But you have the network. You have television, they're three, and then you have house shows. They're three separate right. entities. Right. If your world champion only appears on your pay-per-views that you can only get either by paying a, a huge amount of money, $50, $60 for one show, or paying $10 a month, there's your attraction there. If you have a guy like um, you know, Cena, who's willing to do the house shows, he's right. willing to do everything, you got him for television, you got him for house shows, people aren't going to miss right. Brock Lesnar as much. And then you, you're building up guys like Ray Wyatt, who work both shows. You know, you got uh, th- this Ziggler. I don't understand. They seem to love him and bury him, you know, week after week. He'll get his, he'll get his time. I, think. I hope so. I think they like him. I, I do. Uh, do you think that uh, with WrestleMania, is it in March? March? It's yeah, in March. It so March. they're going to see a spike in their numbers again. They should put together another Stone Cold podcast. That might be a pretty quick turnaround, but. They oh, got, I think they got one out in about six weeks. I think they should put one out that month. They normally tease it and put it out the following month yeah. after a big thing. Like they did. They waited until November or till February yeah. to do Triple H's because they're trying to sell that month. They actually were giving out February for free. Right. They did that so basically, if you're going to buy it for WrestleMania, yeah. we'll give it to you for two months. Right. Right? Great call. Great move. But Yeah, they finally got their million subscribers, so now they're actually – in order for that network to make money from what they were losing on pay-per-view revenue, they had to go over a million, and they finally did it. Oh, Jesus. The live show's gone. Good night, guys. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Wow, look at that. I was, we're in the overtime. I was just looking at the... Um, wow. I was just looking at the... Uh, what do you call it? The uh, the call connected time, and since we connected late this evening, through a soft I'm 10 minutes though. behind. Well, I'll be there. 10 dead. minutes ahead. That's all right. Breaking Cubs news, especially now since this is for the podcast, which you could be listening to in two days and you heard everywhere else, is that uh, Pedro Strope agreed to a one-year deal. Pedro had a stroke. Uh, $2.52 million, yeah. Uh, 
Al, he's one of those guys that the tools look like they could be there. He's kind of a monster of a guy. He just looks like an athlete. If he can get it together, it, it could work out perfectly. And, of course, there are a lot of guys like that that the Cubs have. There's a lot of guys that are more than that. That I mean, It's pretty obvious that they, they have a shot to become stars yeah. in Major League Baseball. Other Cubs news today, American Airlines scores the uh, – the big deal, they're the official airline of the Chicago Cubs these days. Mm. It's a shame. I'm a Southwest guy, you know? Oh, so, oh yeah. Have Southwest. you ever watched? Have you ever, yeah, we got the credit card and everything. We're getting points. We're, I think our Vegas flight ended up being free because of the points we got. Have you ever watched the history of Southwest? No. It's phenomenal. The, where, where, where can I find that, Doc? You know, it might have been on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe we can work something out. So, basically, they started... Is it worth for me to, like, trade you Netflix for Hulu for a while? No, because that's my Netflix. Because I want Netflix. No, I mean, but, like, if I, like, say, hey, I no longer want... Oh, no, because of that... I'm... Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll talk. Um, anyways. It, the, basically, they started out just flying Texas. Like, it was to fly from one city in Texas to the next city... And they went with, instead of having, like, back then everyone wore suits and stuff on planes, they kind of yeah. had hot chicks, and they were cool. Oh, they like, were the cool airline right off the bat. They liked having fun. And then their rates were a lot lower than everybody's. Well, finally, the big ones are like, all right, we're going to run them out of business. We're going to lower their rates. Southwest goes, we can't lower to that without losing. We're going to lose. We're going to die. Right. They said, how about this? We'll keep our prices the same, but if you come aboard our plane, you get a little thing of uh, alcohol. Oh, that's cool. Whiskey. A little, on the house. On the house. And business people are like, because the businesses were paying for the flights, the business people are like, yeah, why don't we just fly with them? The yeah. company's paying anyways. Let's get the free booze. Done. Yeah. So they, they well, stuck with West. them, and then obviously they expanded Boom. from there. And... Are, <laughs> really where are, cool they, are they out of uh, Austin? They're out of Texas somewhere, right? Yeah, they're a Texas company. They're Texas. Yeah. Southwest makes sense. They fly out of Midway here in town, which they I do. just I like going down to Midway. It's, it's smaller, quicker. I'm an O'Hare guy. Blue O'Hare last time and loved it. I forgot how great that was. I, I grew up by O'Hare. I've always O'Hare has been a part of me since I've been O'Hare and Pewaukee Airport. In between my junior and senior year in high school, I worked uh, meeting foreign exchange students at one gate and uh, bringing them to their next gate, their next connecting flight. This, of course, was before you know uh, the events of 2001. Oh, right. A little. So I was able there. to go right up to the gates. Yeah. Wow, look at you hustling and bustling all his life. I, uh, the Clarkster. I had to spend the night in a guy uh, in, a, in a room. Hey now, hey, whoa! In a room with a with a foreign exchange with another kid, uh, who uh, while he was dreaming was dreaming in Danish, and uh, it really creeped me out. <laughs> I'm from Kirkland. I'm from Kirkland, <laughs> Illinois, man. So like he was asleep. And he's and having conversations, sleep talking. Yes. Like, was, oh my god. I didn't know if he was like talking to his leader. I didn't know if they were infiltrating. I had no idea what was going on. Wow. And there was no there was no uh, wildwood weed involved with that. No, I back in the day it was clean. Not, no, not for me. Wow. Uh, like I tried pot twice in high school. I think. Yeah. Maybe once. Smoked it out of a coke can. And I uh, I remember I was in the barn. That was it. Twice, all of high school. Well, I was like, I used to be a fat kid. I'd be like, yeah, I smoke it. So it just makes me hungry. So I'm not touching it. So you, you never, or you smoked a little bit in high school. Not much. Not much. Probably as much as you did. I was wow. a pretty clean yeah. living kid. Now, I, 
I drink. I went to parties. I had. I would yeah. go and drink at places. I don't condone that these days. No, no, apparently not. You blacked out on the second half of the greatest Super I didn't, Bowl of no, all I time. Didn't black out. Can't even talk to you about I it. I didn't black out. No, it was a badass game. Do you watch the commercials? Of course, I watch the commercials. What did you think about that uh, that beer commercial here? Oh, with the um, the dog. No, the other one with the the, uh, the macro brewery oh, from uh, from Budweiser. It was funny. I like it. I, I you know I like that stuff. Here's I like when companies take digs at Budweiser drinkers or Budweiser drinkers. You know, damn right. And it doesn't. What what are these? What what do people think people drink outside of the cities? It's Budweiser. It's Budweiser. Budweiser it's Miller. Yeah. Miller. It's Miller. Bud. It's Coors. Right. That, that's it. It's that, one of the three big ones. But I don't like that this that craft beer gets this name of this foo foo. I don't. It's not. I mean, I like some beers well, that are heavy in alcohol content because you only need to have two or three of them. You, you don't have a hangover the next day. You could blame the kids with the you, twirly mustaches. You just, who, just to ease the day. I'm not looking to get drunk every time on it, Al. Just a little something. But I think that's what Budweiser was saying. Like, hey, listen, you guys are making this out to be something amazing and like you're criticizing everyone's beer instead of just loving beer in general so you know you guys are creating your own illusion that this you're some kind of elitist bear oh don't get me we're wrong. not elitist but we're i don't Budweiser. But, we're happy about but you're it. talking to the wrong guy like that i think that most people aren't the hipster that they were attacking there right you know what i mean like i enjoy a damn good beer that, sure. that has high alcohol oh, content or, or whatnot and it's great but and i'm not but i'm not criticizing Anybody else for what they're drinking? My thing Shit, is, I'll drink it too. If you want to go eat at McDonald's, you could eat at McDonald's, and most people eat at McDonald's more than often than they eat at a fine steakhouse. Right. And look, if I'm drinking all day long, I'll drink Bud Light. I'll drink Miller Light. Yeah. Because I can have a good twelve to fifteen, sixteen of those. But if you I'm just exactly if I'm just going out for doing. three, four hours, I want to save a little money. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the craft beer for a dollar extra. You know what I mean? There you go. Oh, brother. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everyone should get along with their beer. You know, whiskey people don't bitch. Someone orders a bourbon, someone's got a whiskey, you know, you might go, ah, you're drinking a bourbon. Yeah, it's funny because uh, the guys who are drinking the just the run-of-the-mill, um, the guys who are drinking just the run-of-the-mill Jack Daniels or, yeah. or whatnot, like nobody gives them shit for it. They're like, sure, I'll have that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no whiskey snobs, even yeah. though there are. Like, Right, but they, we like our bourbon. We like our whiskey. We like the good. We like good. But those shit. rich people don't come to lower end bars and then go, "Oh, you don't have, you know, Glenvillet on uh, on, on uh, tap." Exactly. You know. Exactly. You don't have it in the fancy bathroom. Uh I don't know. I bartended. Some people people can be pretty shitty about it though. But those guys are just assholes. Yeah. Fuck those people. All right, I gotta go. Have oh, a good geez. night, everybody. It is late. Have a good one. Thanks for the show, Al. All right, I want to go eat wings. Are you going to have big ones or small wings? Wait, whatever they serve. Whatever they have. Wings are back over there. Yeah. That's what made me happy. We'll see you on episode 115. Thanks for iTunes, Twitter. Thanks for, thanks, sure. Walk Talk Radio, FM Player. Thank you for Twitter and Stitcher. Have a good one.
stupid. There's no way to go through life, so. Hi, this is Merle Haggard, and you're listening to Big Isle Archers. Stay tuned. Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to The Morning Show with Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative, 98.5 WACF. Well, I didn't bleed, and I ain't flagging. It's a Ricky Ricardo production. Shut the fuck up for 10 seconds. 